Welcome to the Reversing Diabetes Podcast with Delane ND, the podcast for people looking to correct chronic illnesses such as diabetes through lifestyle change. I'm Dr. Delane Vaughn. As a physician, I see many patients who are ill because of lifestyle decisions such as food choices. Typically, diseases such as diabetes are managed with pills or injections. This approach creates a vicious, expensive, and unhealthy cycle of medication and then more medication to address the negative side effects. As a physician and a life coach, I work with clients to resolve their diseases, get off their medications, and live a naturally healthy life. If you don't like the healthcare system in America, I recommend you use less of it by being naturally healthy. So if you feel there has to be a better, more natural way to live a healthy life, you are in the right place. Welcome to the podcast. You are listening to Reversing Diabetes with Delane MD, episode number 135. I'm your host, Dr. Delane Vaughn. If you are looking for strategies to live a naturally healthy life, you are in the right place. That is what this podcast is dedicated to. Today, we are going to talk about motivation and how I see this come up for my clients. But before we do, I do want to mention briefly, there will be another five-day free session coming up in March. In February, I did three webinars. Those were a blast. However, I definitely had a number of requests for the five-day seminar. So if you are a woman with a disease of hyperinsulinemia, so you have too much insulin in your system... So diagnoses like prediabetes, diabetes, polycystic ovarian syndrome, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, all of those diagnoses are diagnoses of too much insulin in your system. If you're not sure, like you can go get labs drawn. You can ask your doctor to run a fasting serum insulin level. Have them run that. If it's higher than seven, you probably have more insulin in your system than you need to. You definitely are at a higher risk of having insulin resistance with a fasting insulin level above seven. So if that's something that you're seeing on your laboratory findings, this five-day session, yes, this is what I'm talking about. This will help you. So um, that will be coming up in March, likely in the third, maybe the fourth week of March. Since spring breaks typically hit in March, I want to make sure that I am leaving myself plenty of time to devote to that five-day session. So look for that. Follow me on social media, MD, both on Facebook and Instagram. I usually will put all the announcements for those five-day sessions on there. If you have any questions, email me, Delane at DelaneMD.com. I will certainly get back to you. So let's dig into motivation and talk about it. I see motivation be the hang-up for many of my clients. And why this is, is because they believe that they have to feel motivated to do the things that need to be done to reverse their type 2 diabetes. And what I want to talk about is why that is not, (laughs) that is not a functional plan for reversing your type 2 diabetes. That is not a functional plan for doing anything meaningful that you want to get in life, that you want to create in your life. So what does motivation feel like to you is a really great thing to know. Like, how does it feel in your body? You know, this year is the year that I'm really digging into all of my personal feelings and how things feel in my body and what I'm experiencing and can I sit with it, all of those things. So how does motivation feel in your body? For me, motivation feels very upright, very strong. There's a um, squaring of my shoulders, a broadening of my chest. I feel able to take things on. Interestingly, it's not just an openness though. It's a 
squaring of my shoulders, but a focus of my head. I can feel almost like my head drops down to look at what I'm doing. So that's how motivation feels. The feeling of motivation in my body feels this way. I feel it in my chest. My shoulders are squared. I'm strong and tall and my head is looking. My my head is focused, is, is directed at what it is I'm wanting to create. Think about the last time that you felt motivation in your body. What did it feel like? You can even think about what the situation was. What were you believing in that moment that created this feeling of motivation? Remember, like, we don't think about our feelings this way. We don't actually get into our physical body and feel feelings. We are never taught this skill. We have a lot of thoughts about a feeling, but we do not actually experience the feeling. We're so in our brains that we do not get into our bodies and feel the feeling. So I really encourage you to actually feel what it feels like in your body and start to connect with that. The reason that this is, and this is part of why I believe that feeling work is so important. Once you figure out what the feeling is in your physical body, you can start to call on those areas of your body. You can start to create that feeling even when you're not having a thought that's particularly driving of the feeling that you're looking for. So in the example of motivation, when it's time for me to do something like report a, record a podcast on a Sunday morning before my house is all up, my kids are still in bed. For me to record a podcast, which is what I want to do, that's my truer desire, my bigger goal in the world, I have to be able to create motivation for doing that. Knowing where motivation, where I keep motivation, where I experience motivation in my physical body allows me to tune into those areas of my body so that I can start to pull that up and create that in my experience and how I'm working and how I am living my life and doing my life on a day-to-day basis. Sometimes there will be thoughts that come up with that and that's fine, but the recognition that sometimes you can generate the feelings even when the thoughts aren't quite there to match, it's just another strategy for creating what you want in your life. So my clients will frequently come to me telling me they are wanting motivation. I've just lost my motivation. I just need to find my motivation. I just don't know where my motivation went. All of these thoughts are in their head about motivation. I'm always interested to know why they believe that. Why do you want motivation? Invariably, it's some form of it will be easier to do this. It will be easier to not eat the chocolate in the afternoon. It will be easier to avoid the donuts in the break room. It will be easier to watch my kids eat spaghetti when I don't get to eat it. It will be easier. And this, of course, creates a substantial amount of stuckness. Because what I want to offer you is if it were easy, you wouldn't need motivation. That's the thing. It's never going to be the easy decision. We believe that we have to feel motivated to do the things that we want or the things that we need to do to create what we want in our lives. And I want to offer to you that you do not. And the reason that you do not need to be motivated is because if we waited to feel motivation for everything that we needed to do in our lives, we would do nothing. 
we would get nothing done. If we waited to feel motivated to do the important things in our lives, we would never do anything important. When I wake up in the morning, I do not feel motivated to hop out of bed. I don't feel motivated to brush my teeth. I certainly don't feel motivated to go to the gym. Frequently, I don't feel motivated to get in the shower. I don't feel motivated to take the kids to school. And I don't feel motivated to start work. But I do it. Just do it, like Nike says, right? Just do it. We all just do it. And when we do, when we just do it, even when motivation isn't there, sometimes there are boring, normal, day-to-day outcomes, but sometimes there are spectacular outcomes. Sometimes we change a life from just doing it without the motivation. Example, when I go to work in an ER, I still moonlight in ERs frequently. Sometimes I go in there, I'm certainly not motivated to go in there. Frequently, I have a lot of anxiety going in there. I don't know what's going to roll through. I have fear associated with that. I have to like just lean into that, like this is what I'm doing. There could be something horrible and tragic that rolls through, or it could be a mundane stitches here, toothache there, sore throat there. It could just be mundane day-to-day tasks that I see in the ER. Anything could roll through. So certainly when I feel fearful, I'm not feeling motivated. I am pretty consumed with fear and anxiety. But sometimes I'm just like, okay, maybe, you know, it's day three here and it's just going to be stitches and sore throats and okay, fine. It's not motivation usually that drives me into the ER when I have a shift to serve, when I have my time to put in in the ER. I go in and I do my work. I do what's expected of me, probably out of commitment most of the time. But what I want to offer to you is when I go in feeling committed, feeling like it's something I got to do, feeling worry, feeling anxiety, feeling fear, maybe I get a toothache in, maybe I get chest pain that's actually indigestion, maybe I get a stomach ache that's constipation instead of appendicitis. But on other days, that very mundane feeling of getting the work done also leads me to do my greatest work. It's the days I get the privilege to save a life. I get the opportunity to hold a hand through some of the hardest, scariest experiences people have to go through. Some days those mundane feelings are what get me the most spectacular experiences of my life. It doesn't always have to be motivation. I would offer that all of those amazing, robust fullness experiences of life are very rarely driven from motivation. Certainly not primarily driven from motivation. Most days, it's a monotonous thing. Some days, I get once-in-a-lifetime experiences. The things we do in life, mundane or important, are not driven from motivation. If they were, we would never do anything remarkable. We would probably never do anything run-of-the-mill. We'd never get anything done at all if we were waiting for motivation to show up before we went and did the things that we have to do in the day. Learning the skill of doing what needs to be done without motivation is a gift to you. It's a skill and it can be honed. You already do this in other parts of your life. If you think about parenting, every time my child comes to me with a new math problem, Trust me, it's not motivation that drives me to help them with their math problem. Every homework project, every school project, every band concert, it is not motivation that drives me to do those things as a parent. 
adulting, whenever we're doing the things adults do, when was the last time you felt motivated to pay the bills or to go grocery shopping? You never feel that, but we do it anyway. When we go to work, we don't always feel motivated. We do it anyway. If you're in a program, a school, you're trying to get a certification or get an advanced degree or whatever it might be, you're not feeling motivated to do all the papers, to do all the projects, to do all the assignments for that. You do it because it needs to be done. So what if you applied that approach to your health? What if you started taking care of your health in the same way you take care of your kids and other responsibilities you have as an adult or work or schooling? What if you did the things for your health even when you weren't motivated the same way you do everything else in your life. That's how you get things done. You get parenting tasks done. You get bills paid. You get grocery shopping done. You get school projects done. You get work projects done. Not from a place of motivation, but from a place of just getting the job done. What if you did this with your health? So it's interesting. Motivation, again, can be It is a feeling that you can call on and that you can create. And if you practice that skill, yes, you can definitely do this. I found it interesting to watch this weekend as I am painting this room in my house. I just had the walls refinished and so I'm painting them. When I first started painting, you know, Saturday morning, got up, I was like, woo, we're going to get this painted by the end of the weekend. My house is going to be put back together. This room is going to be lovely and beautiful. Yay, I'm excited. I was totally motivated. And then about five hours into the project, I felt annoyed. (laughs) There was plastic all over my house. There was tape everywhere. There were paint cans and brushes and rollers. It was just a mess. There was stuff everywhere. My house is torn apart. I've been doing this for hours, and I'm ready to be done with it, right? I wasn't feeling motivated. That was not what was going on there. I was feeling like I wanted to move into a different house that didn't have this problem in the front room. I didn't want to do it at all. But I did. That did not come from motivation. And then by the end of the night, I just wanted to keep going. So it's interesting. The reason I bring this example up is because the painting project was the same. There was nothing different about needing to paint four walls in a room of my house. There was nothing different about the colors that I chose. There was nothing different about needing to tape and then paint. There was nothing different about any of that. And I went through everything from motivation to annoyance to irritation to feeling like I didn't want to stop. All of it was in the same experience for the same exact project. The project didn't change. My thoughts created a different feeling for me. That's what changed. That's all. Nothing else. So recognize that that is the process of why waiting for motivation is not going to serve you. Sometimes it's going to be there. Sometimes it's not going to be there. Doing the work anyway is what creates the results you want. By the way, my room, my front room looks amazing. I'm going to take all the tape down and move all my furniture back in there um, today, and I'm super excited. But recognizing why I use this as an example is because the work was not different. It was the same going through all the different emotions that I experienced with that. The thought model shows us that Emotions are what drive our actions, but they are not required to drive our actions. We do not need to wait until we have the emotion we're looking for 
to create the action that we think needs to occur, that we want to happen. We do not need to wait for the emotion that we think we need to have to create the action that we want. We can just do the thing. And a lot of times that comes from, for me, it's like stubbornness. Screw this, I'm going to get it done. Especially where my health is concerned. I understand the way that food is manufactured to make us want it all the time. And pure stubbornness keeps me from being seduced by the food. From being driven to eat the food that makes me sick. Pure stubbornness. So what if we did the things that we needed to do to improve our health without the motivation? What if we did not have the afternoon chocolate? What if we did not have the pizza in the break room at lunch? What if we did not have the bagels or the donuts in the morning in the break room? What if we did not wait for motivation to create that decision? Sort of like we do it for all the other things in our lives. What if, here's here's a truth bomb kids, what if waiting for the motivation is robbing you from the amazing things that you want to create in your life where your health is concerned? I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but recognize the food industry makes food, particularly they make the foods that make us sick with type 2 diabetes, they make that food in a way that hijacks our neurochemistry in order to create a strong desire and intense urge for those foods. If you are waiting for motivation to squelch that desire, to squelch the urge to eat Oreos before you start eating a salad, it is never going to happen. So why would we make this our choice in life? I would offer to you that motivation, this desire, this waiting around for motivation to show up is what's keeping you from what you want in your life. When we allow ourselves to only make choices that serve our health, when we're feeling motivation, we are robbing ourselves from the naturally healthy life that we are wanting. So let's stop doing this. You do not need motivation, friends. Sure, it might make things easier. No, there's nothing wrong with feeling motivation, but recognize it's not a requirement for getting the results that you want in life. This is what I help women create in their lives. If you're a woman with type 2 diabetes or pre-diabetes, if you are already doing the big things in your life, you have an amazing career, you're an amazing partner, you're an amazing mother, and you can't figure out why you can't stop eating the chocolate cake or candy, or you can't figure out why the pizza and wings are still giving you problems, why you still keep making that choice, there's help for you. My six-month program helps women learn the strategies to reverse their type 2 diabetes, come off their medications, and put this behind you. Send an email to delane at delanemd.com. If you're interested, we'll set up a consult so you can find out how this works. I hope this has been helpful. I will talk with you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Also, leave me a review. If you want to resolve your diabetes naturally without any pills or injections, I can help you. Visit DelaneMD.com for more information. Click on the Work With Me tab, send me a message, and we can set up a mini coaching session. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you soon.